Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Benton with the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with some amazing rising artists. And as we say on every episode, we've got a great show for you today because you know what? Every artist is great that comes on our show. We love them all. They're great. They're going places. And today we've got Mary Cutter is coming on. She's done some great things already, and we're looking forward to hearing parts of her story, parts, uh, listening to some music, and seeing where she's going. So, Mary, are you here? I am here, and I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Well, we're glad to be excited. You know, and you know what? And, and and we're excited to have you doing a Facebook Live takeover on Tuesday. We are. Oh, yes. That's going to be so much fun. Oh, man, thanks for inviting me to do it. And, and you know, Monday, the Facebook Live takeover is Buddy Jewel. Yes. Oh, man, so y'all have a good little lineup next week. Because we interviewed we him a couple so, days so ago. Excited. Yeah. That's going to be and, wonderful. Like, seriously. And those Facebook Lives are so cool, too, because, like, you're kind of combining, you know, hopefully, you know, people that maybe aren't familiar with you but are familiar with me will get familiar with you and vice versa. And it's just, like, kind of mm-hmm. a big old party online. And it really has been dope since, you know, the whole quarantine thing has started and there aren't as many yeah. live shows, you know. It's just really cool. I, I love the concept of it. I'm so glad that some of the, like, started before all this you know and and can you believe that buddy jules never done one so our page is going to be his first oh <gasps> that's really exciting hey that's <laughs> love it and he's going to be hooked on it because it's so cool and you guys know this because you guys have done them you yep. know whenever people are leaving the comments and like literally like live in time you're just like oh man you know it's just it's just really cool that's really exciting <laughs> So as we get started here, tell everybody a little bit about tell tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and a brief overview of you, so that people can know who you are, not just the artist, but you. Man, absolutely. So my name is Mary Cutter. For anyone just tuning in, and I was born and raised in Kentucky, right in the central part of the state, about an hour right. south of Louisville. And I've been in Nashville for around two and a half years. And I'm a songwriter, and I'm a singer, and as a writer, I've had a handful of cuts, which means songs that I wrote for other people that have been recorded. Mm-hmm. And um, as an artist, I've just begun releasing music. Uh, actually, during this quarantine time, it was uh, the first release was in May. And so it's really oh, wow. been an exciting ride. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. And also, um, this is a human you know, I really love Kentucky basketball. I love reading. I love puzzles, which is a recent discovery mm-hmm. and phenomenon during quarantine. I did not know I knew I did not know I would love puzzles so much, but I got some when quarantine started. <laughs> and guys, I'm literally yeah. looking over across the room. I have a whole bunch of different puzzles done. I love puzzles and I love tacos too. So anyway, it's all fun over here. You know, awesome. you stole one of my questions. One of my questions I'd love to ask is, what are the hobbies? And you kind of stole that from me. <laughs> oh, so sorry. Already, well, I, already I have of hobbies, but I'll tell you what, you never know. Because I genuinely <laughs> really never thought I would like puzzles. It kind of seems like, you know, something would be kind of slow. Well, and, cool. and honestly, uh-huh. I never thought I'd be very good at it. And I probably actually am not that great at it. But I really love how with puzzles, <laughs> It's, you know, there's so many different life lessons from puzzles. I can start talking about this for the rest yeah. of the time, but I won't. But I will say that it's really <laughs> cool that it makes your brain really wake up. So I've started doing puzzles yeah. right when I wake up yeah. in the morning, and it seriously is like drinking a cup of coffee. I'm a firm believer in puzzles hmm. now. <laughs> oh, well. uh, you know, Sandy's from, Sandy's from Pikeville, Kentucky. 
Yes, and I'm a huge Wildcats fan, too. Another Kentucky girl here. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How long have you been gone from Kentucky, then? Uh, since 2002, when, when we got when married, we married. He, Chris lived in Savannah, so I was in Kentucky uh-huh. until 2002, and I've been in Savannah since then. You know what? Good people come from Kentucky. I firmly believe this. I know I'm biased, but seriously, especially from Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. People from Eastern Kentucky, man, they're just another mm-hmm. level of big hearts. They really are. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, now, how'd you two meet? Uh, uh, well, we actually well, met, we've got um, a crazy story about story, that. We back I in two thousand two, you know, it's taboo mm-hmm. to meet online. But we met on we met on a Christian singles website back in two thousand two, and and I and we met February second of two. We talked on the phone for the first time February fourth. We set a wedding day on February eighteenth, and we met in person oh! March fourth. We actually yes. we actually was meeting in person to see who mm-hmm. we were going to marry. Yeah, you guys just knew. You just knew. Yeah, we, just we knew did. Was it was one of those we can't explain <clears throat> it. We we just and, knew and, that kind and of she, a connection. And, and to be honest with you, she saved my life because I went through 19 mm. years of addictions, and I was still mm. in, the, in the addictions when we married. So the first five years of our marriage was really hard on her because of my addictions, but she stood mm-hmm. by me. She never put me down. She never. She was my cheerleader. She tried, you know. She did what she she did what she needed to do in God's eyes, and I, I remember so many times we tell our story that people will sometimes not everybody, but sometimes people will say, "Well, yeah. she, you know, she allowed you to walk over her." I'm like, no, she allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. That's oh, what I love that. Well, that's what marriage is about too, and you know, yep. it really sounds mm-hmm. like y'all had it right, and uh, God was in the center of that. And man, yep. that's that's a beautiful story. I I love and, that, man. Like that's just really. And inspiring. I've been sober now twelve years. Congratulations! Yes, yes. That, that that really says something. I mean, it really does. And congratulations to y'all for being married so long. I mean, that's really something. Oh. Side note, for all of our mm. listeners, what would be your biggest piece of advice then to people, you know, in relationships or looking to get in one? Cause y'all have fun. Once you go past, like, five years, I think you're a pro. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> really have fun. Yeah, I think the biggest, best advice is, you know, get grand, gotta, to us, of course, got to be God-centered. But outside of that, yeah. have fun. You, you know, do the things that you used to do when you dated. That, that's because people life gets in a rut. Oh yeah, definitely. And and if you get and if you get in that rut, you're going to fade away. You know, you, you, I that's see right. a lot of couples they work sixty hours a week, and they're never together. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, how do you even have a marriage? You're you're never together. Right. See, Sandy and I, we're, yeah. we're we've been a twenty four seven couple since the day we married. Oh my god. We don't always work together. I (laughs) seriously love it. You guys are gold. And you know, it's crazy. Um, to any listeners, I've never met these folks in person, but just meeting over the phone, (laughs) I can just really tell you guys are genuine people and that I don't know, it just really says a lot and and also just everything you've been doing with the show is incredible. Y'all are entrepreneurial, which is really cool. And the fact that you guys have done it together and I think I told you, Chris. Whenever we were emailing back and forth, I may have already harped on this, so sorry if I'm being redundant, but I really think it says something for y'all that y'all are truly like a power couple doing, you know, these dreams together, and and I just think that's so applaudable. So kudos to you guys, like seriously. You, you know what's oh, funny? Oh, thank you. Because um, I always thought God told me, 
that I was supposed to meet my wife online. I, re- I mean, I had people tell me I was crazy back then. And I really mm-hmm. felt like he was. And I remember searching. Now, of course, you had to be a Christian. Mm-hmm. But outside right. of that, I had a deal breaker that I got. T- oh, my God. Some of, the, some of the women told me all for this deal breaker. But I wasn't looking <laughs> for a good woman. I was looking for the right one. And oh, my deal breaker okay. was my, my question that I would ask is, mm-hmm. if it were possible would you uh-huh. consider living a 24-7 marriage to build a legacy together? Any answer but that. yes was next. Any right. answer. I, don't, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't, you know, because I, I didn't say would you do it. I said would you consider it because if you wouldn't even consider it, mm-hmm. then how, you know, because I, I, I knew how I wanted to live marriage. Just, and right. I knew that because I, cause I, when, when I felt like God told me you'll know when you find Because I was like, well, how will I know? So many people online. How am I going to know You'll know. Mm-hmm. And I remember oh. I, mm-hmm. I, the day I messaged her, we were t- chatting, and uh-huh. I asked that question. I'll, I'll never forget the answer she, she gave. She said, I've never heard of that kind of marriage, but if that were even remotely possible, that would be awesome. Oh, I love that. That's and, when you knew probably. That's when, that was the moment, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know? I I pretty much knew. I mean, we still waited till we talked. After we talked on the phone, phone um, a couple of days later, it was like, um, man, we talked for four hours from from eleven o'clock at night hours. till three in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I love it. And that I phone call it. changed my life. That's what I always tell you know everybody. What? That so one glad. call changed my life. It really mm-hmm. y'all need to. Maybe y'all have already done this, but the did you say it was uh. Christian singles, or I, I'm not familiar with all the sites, but what an inspiring story! And the people that you know um, are looking for the right person—a story like you're all, man, like how inspiring is that? Like seriously, because like y'all didn't just find your spouse; you found who you're supposed to be with. You know, and that's just really cool. Yeah, and we and we found our passion because see, from since we married, my passion was to speak. Her passion was mm-hmm. always to find something in music. And here it is, 17 mm. years later, we've built something where I get to speak and she gets her music. Yes. I love that. And think yeah. about how many people's lives you're already touching and that you're going to continue to touch. Because what y'all are doing is already slaying. It hasn't even been, well, I guess it's been six months now, almost seven-ish. Ish. It, it, no, um, it, it'll be six months on the third of next month. That's oh, right. Oh, that's so right. That's almost right. That's six. right. That's crazy. And, like, the fact that y'all have been slaying it like you have been, and it'll just keep on going up, too. That's what's so exciting. Because, like, the thing is, it's like the personnel won't be changing. It's you two. You know, maybe the team will grow. But um, yeah. it's just really cool. Absolutely. So that's excited for you guys. Oh, we so appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so um, it's funny. Um, one of my questions, and I, I kind of probably already got an answer in my head, but I want to hear your answer. But one of my questions mm-hmm. also is, what you what is um let me find my class. My, my mind is just went <laughs> blank on that. What no, I love it. Quir- what's something quirky about you? Something quirky? I mean yeah. you know what I think is quirky may not be quirky, but I have noticed that a lot of people mention my passion for tacos. I mean I really, really, <laughs> oh, wow. really love tacos and I have oh, that's so cool. Know, Last week I'd had tacos like five times, and I make different kinds. Wow. And I like, you know, I don't discriminate yeah. with the tacos, whether it's Taco yeah. Bell or the fancy. They're just making it yourself. Um, I really do love that, and you know that might be a little bit quirky. I don't know. 
<laughs> There's another one you awesome. got that I think you got too. Ooh, tell puzzles. me, tell me, tell me. Oh yeah, the puzzles, puzzles. are great. Hey, I can start talking about y'all are really lucky. Let me tell you, you're very lucky. I didn't go on my puzzle rant. The other day I had lunch with the and they were asking they were like, Mary, I just never would have thought you'd be in the puzzles. And I literally went on for about twenty minutes about the joys of puzzles. And you know, so I'm oh, wow. at the day. But let me just tell you, there's lots of things. I might have to write a book on it one day. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> What, you know what's so cool about the show, about our show is, you know, I've got a base set of questions that I ask, but I let it be a conversation mm-hmm. because I, you never know where it's going to go, and I love that. Exactly. You know what? Isn't that the cool thing about music, too? Um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, it's so cool. with So my, my day-to-day situation is usually mm-hmm. I have – two co-writing sessions. Um, so I'm in Nashville, and of course, co-writing is a big thing mm-hmm. there. And, you know, there'd be like usually three or four people in the room total, but you never know mm-hmm. what the day's going to look like. Just like that conversation, you have things planned <laughs> out, but that really is the cool part about, uh, you know, different people, working with different people, and especially when you're putting music into the mix. It's just, it keeps you on your toes. Oh, and what's funny is when we were interviewing Mallory, your friend earlier, I don't mm-hmm. remember what I said now, but I made a statement, and she says, can I use that for a song? I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she, she was like, she's like, I'll give you, you credit, like, sure. but I like, yeah. what, I like that statement. <laughs> I love that. You, know, you better watch out what you say around songwriters because they might just use it for a song. That really is the case. And Mallory is an amazing person, too. She is so sweet and such a hard worker, and um, – mm-hmm. Man, she's just great. She really – I hope that, you know, one day y'all will get up to Nashville and get to meet her, and I hope I get to meet y'all too, by the way. But she really is yeah, great. We're planning on moving to Nashville next year. <gasps> we are. We're so that. excited That's about exciting. that. exciting. Oh, my goodness. Well, then we definitely will be meeting for sure. And, man, let me <laughs> yeah. just tell you guys, there's a lot of great coffee shops in Nashville. I have hit up <laughs> oh, We love coffee them. shops. Oh, yeah, well, we'll have to check all of them out. Oh, I will give you a list of recommendations. That's going to be great. That's exciting. And, and you know what's funny? People always tell us that, we're, that we know, um, have you been? No, we haven't. Well, how would you know you're going to like it? And we see this as, remember, it's just a repeat of our love story. It's going to be our love city story because, because as you know, we, we, we said we were getting married before we even met. Well, guess what? We're oh. moving to Nashville before, we be, before we've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, you know, that's really, that's faith. You know, it's, it's something you can't see, but you just know it. And I'll just tell you what, mm-hmm. as a Nashvilleian, Kentucky and turned Nashvilleian, I will say, I really think you guys will love the city. It's just, it's uh, <laughs> bubbling with all excitement with uh, music coming up. I mean, it's really just like going to be a candy store for y'all or a candy shop. Y'all are going to walk in and be like, oh my goodness, all these different musicians and, and the energy is just infectious. <laughs> Even during this time, which obviously mm-hmm. has been a little bit different than normal, it still does have yeah. that vibe. And, and uh, during most of the quarantine time, I was up in Kentucky staying on our family farm, mm-hmm. you know, to get out of the city, which was just fabulous. But um, I went back to Nashville, I guess it was not this past week, but the week before. And, you know, even mm-hmm. with everything going on, Nashville still has this little magical thing about it that, um, yeah, a lot of the shows are just now opening up. People are just now going back out. Uh, but it never lost that specialness about it. Do y'all yeah. love it? Oh, we love that. So, 
as you look back on your career so far, tell us uh-huh. the moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that. I'm special highlights. Oh, man, that's a great question. You know, I find myself, honestly, <laughs> I'm kind of a sappy person. I do find those moments, sometimes in the too. smallest moments, like with even like mm-hmm. in a writing session when you know you're writing something really special. Um, uh-huh. Last year, whenever it hit my two month or my two year mark being in Nashville, it was really cool, very full circle. Uh I had a song that I had written that was played at the Ryman and it was that weekend that it was my two year anniversary mm-hmm. of living in Nashville. And oh, wow. of course everyone's story is totally uh, different in Nashville. You know, some people, you know, they'll be in town for three months and they'll meet a a publishing um head and they'll get signed right away. Some people they're they're there for twelve years before they get their record deal. You know, it's all different timelines yeah. and none is, you know, better mm-hmm. than the other per se. But it was really, really cool, very full circle. You know, Baby Mary never would have imagined, you know, how cool that was, <laughs> you know, hearing your song being played as a rhyme and people really resonating with mm-hmm. it. And that was really yeah. cool. Um I've I've definitely been blessed to have a lot of um a lot of moments where um, as a writer getting different cuts and placements and all that. Mm -hmm. And as an artist Mm -hmm. though, I've had some really cool things too, um, like opening for Miss America, um, playing different big festivals. Um, Honestly, God just, he's opened up a lot of great doors for me. I know it's just the beginning, but um, Mm -hmm. I just, you know, my mom, actually, I know she's tuning in right now too. So, Hey mom, Um, she prays the same (laughs) prayer. Every single morning, and mm-hmm. um, it's that God will close the wrong doors and open the right doors. Wow. And I whenever I was one. younger, wow. I used to be like, well, I want all the doors to be open. But no, like actually, you know, <laughs> God knows. God knows which ones need to be closed and then which ones need to be opened. And you know what? I mean, obviously we work hard, and we try to do the right thing. We try to think of big, <clears throat> big ideas and big possibilities and do everything mm-hmm. we can in our power. But at the end of the day, you know, God opens these doors, and it's really pretty far out how different things work. Um, you know, you're thinking, mm-hmm. wow, well, if I hadn't been there that night at that show, I wouldn't have met that person who got a song that we ended up writing together with that person, and then that wouldn't have happened, that would have happened. And you think about it, it's just like mm-hmm. everything's such a long shot, but it becomes a short shot. I don't know if that's an expression or not. Whenever God gets involved, mm-hmm. and like, honestly, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just very grateful for a lot of different moments so far um, career-wise, and I know it's honestly just the beginning. So it's it's pretty cool. And, and you know, to tell you two quick stories about what you just said about the getting off track. Uh-huh. Um, and this two things have happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, these two things mm-hmm. happened since we launched this show. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, uh-huh. the show is, is focused on rising artists. And, of course, sometimes we'll eventually have big artists too, but the goal will always be rising artists. It won't be it's still mostly mm-hmm. that and, um, right. as we grow. But a couple months ago, I had this crazy idea. I was like, you know what, when all this virus is over, um, artists going to need booking. So I thought, you know, we'll do newcountrybooking.com. Locked in domain, I was excited, mm. and it was like, and and it was like, everything dried up. I mean, all of a sudden, nobody was contacting us to come on the show. It was like mm-hmm. everything. I, mean, I said, Sam, I said, Sam, what is going on? All of a sudden, it's just like drying up here. Mm. And and yeah. I got, I came to the conclusion, like although it's still in music, the booking thing problem would be, what if we were good at that? Our show would suffer. Mm-hmm. What if our show yeah. takes off? Then right. I'm doing a disservice to those I'm booking for. 
so mm. I realized unless we had a team of people, because it's just Sandy and I, mm-hmm. there's no way to implement mm-hmm. that. And it's funny because as soon as I decided, you know what, nope, scratch that. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden we got a bunch of people coming again. It was like God was shutting doors if we were going to, you know, like, look, we'll, we'll stop everything. The second one happened just recently. I mean, about mm-hmm. a week or two ago, I decided, you know what, this would be a cool platform because, again, my, my tagline is up close and personal with, you know, with rising artists. Right. Well, you know, author, authors would be cool to interview. So I thought, you know what, let's do both. Let's, it'd still be under the same banner. And, again, uh-huh. everything shut down. I'm sitting there, I was telling Sandy, I'm like, what is going on here? Like, nobody's contacting me back. I'm getting no emails back, getting nothing mm-hmm. back. And then I mm-hmm. and then I got the, looking at both the artists, and, and, and we, we did interview a few people with, with that are authors type thing who have transformational God stories. I thought, hey, this would be a great thing for God. And, and mm-hmm. I got to thinking, and then I was like, well, how would I brand this? We're mm-hmm. branded as a mm-hmm. music interview show. That's what we're branded as. Right. How how it's yeah. two different audiences. So how would I brand mm-hmm. that? I can't. I, right. I finally realized. You know what? I can't do both. I can't do it all. So you know what? Mm-hmm. Let's just scrap that idea for now. Don't know if we'll ever do it, but you know what? For now, because it was a mm-hmm. great idea for right. for God, all that. It would have been good. And um, mm-hmm. but funny when we scrapped it. I think the same day we had like seven people emailed us to come on our show. Wow. All of a sudden, so two different times we've tried to get off track on this whole music idea, and it was like everything shut down. I know that it's not like, like, look, stay focused. Flashing lights. God, when you guys (laughs) doing the music stuff. And you know, something else, too, just to insert Mm -hmm. this in your old brains, the fact that you guys keep on thinking of big ideas, I think if anything, it's almost like I hate to get sappy, but Lord, it is the moment for it, obviously. Um, it mm-hmm. sounds like maybe, you know, like with most massive things that happen, if you look throughout history, those people, they think of so many different ideas and doors close to start ones, but then it almost like helps uh, shape and craft the right idea. And so I do think there yeah. is something that. God's placing your hearts and your mind to be thinking about different things. I think obviously like whenever, you know, he's obviously flashing the lights that what y'all are doing right now is the path he wants you guys on. But man, like it is really exciting that you guys think so big and like think outside the box and that is going to have some massive returns. So that's really, really exciting. Honestly, like I love the way you guys do business. I think that's great. I'm such a fan. You know, we appreciate that so much. Dream big or don't dream at all. I love that. I've always heard That's that quote. True. You know, I love that. <laughs> you know, yeah, because again, you know, it takes the same effort to dream small as it does big. Same effort. That's a really good point. I've never thought about that before. That's so accurate. I love that. I love that quote. <laughs> and as you can tell, see, when Sandy, what's funny is I always joke that Sandy and I, Sandy kind of brainwashed me into the music stuff, and I love it now, though. <laughs> um, but when we, when, when we first married, my goal was to be a motivational speaker, and her goal was mm. to be in music somehow. somehow. Mm-hmm. And so right. I love music and I, so much. And, mm. and when we first married, we were in the car. Here was the problem. 
I listened to audio uh-huh. 24-7. I did not listen to music. She listened to music 24-7. She, so we had to compromise and do 50-50 splits. But here it is, 17 years later, we come together under this umbrella. And, and to top it all off, of the, I know we're in the right spot. It's for 17 years. And Sandy would roll her eyes at this because we joke about this now. But we'd be on the streets. And I would mm-hmm. be in a conversation with, and I'm talking about strangers, not friends. I'd run into somebody, uh-huh. we just strike up a conversation, and mm-hmm. and we and about two three minutes in, Sandy knows we're going to be there sixty minutes. It's just not going. <laughs> there's just no way around it. And she'd roll her eyes sometimes. And I've done that. <laughs> and what's funny is I've done that thousands uh-huh. and thousands of times. Little did we know that we would have uh-huh. a show seventeen years later, or many years later. That where mm-hmm. we where we do conversations for sixty minutes at a time. I love that. It's like you're getting groomed for it, and just being prepped of doing it together. I, I freaking love that. It's just great. And, and and now that we hit some high moments, one thing I like mm-hmm. to do different on our show that nobody really hits is the mm-hmm. other side, the sacrifices. The, you know, people see the glory but they don't see the right. grind of a Blake Shelton. They don't mm-hmm. see what it takes to really right. get there. And I'll tell right. a story that will lead us into where I want this to go. Back in uh-huh. 2014, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls. And one mm. of the questions I asked her was, what advice would she give an up-and-coming artist? And at that time, her mm-hmm. and her daughter were full-time with music. Mm-hmm. This is going to sound funny coming from someone full-time, but if your heart will allow you to do anything outside of music, go do that. And keep music as a hobby. She said, because once wow. it becomes a career, everything changes. You, you the sacrifices right. go through the roof. She said, we can't do birthdays. We can't do holidays. We just we can't do what everybody else does. We have to right. eat different. We have to sleep different. Everything about our life, we have to eat, sleep, and breathe music. She says, but if your heart will not allow you to do anything outside of music, then go all in because that's the only way those kind of mm. sacrifices will ever be worth it. What do you think of what she said? And let's go there a little bit. I think that's super true. And and the thing is, um, it is definitely a different lifestyle. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I really am passionate about what I do. And I grew up in a household that um, my parents are very entrepreneurial. My dad owns his own business. Mm-hmm. And I remember growing up as a little girl, wow. we'd be at the dinner table and, like, <laughs> Because I was a little kid, so I really didn't understand business mm-hmm. stuff. But he would talk like the entire supper about, you know, like a, a new company he was working with or something that he was placing uh-huh. at the company, whatever. And he mm-hmm. was passionate about it. But the thing is, like, he loved what he did. So work yeah. wasn't really work. I mean, obviously he worked hard, and he still does. I mean, he still gets up super yeah. early and works super late. But mm-hmm. he loves it. It's a lifestyle. And, you know, he always has his phone on him, ready to take that call. You know, it doesn't matter what we're doing, <laughs> you know. And um, honestly, music is the same way. And uh, growing up, I did sing at church, and that grew into festivals, and that grew into doing show shows. And um, mm-hmm. But I didn't grow up like – I wasn't like a show kid growing up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had a very normal childhood. Mm-hmm. But as I was going into like the, I guess, uh, late teens, early 20s, that's when things started really picking up. I started doing a lot of shows. And I remember like the first quote-unquote sacrifices was on the weekends, I wasn't hanging out with friends. I was doing shows. And I remember uh, at the time, I didn't really care. I loved mm-hmm. being on stage so much. But a lot of people were <laughs> kind of were like, why would you want to give up the whole day for – 
you know, to drive all the way up to Indiana to do, you know, <laughs> two hour set, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to miss the party and all that stuff. Yeah. But you know what? That was like the beginning, the, the very tip of the iceberg. And fast forward, I mean, honestly, I normally work about 14 hours a day. Um, I get up in the mm. morning and I usually grind till night. Like, honestly, in the last two wow. weeks, I haven't turned on the TV a single time. But it's not because, you know, woe is me. It's just there's a lot of work, yeah. to, you know, to do. And, and yeah. I love it. It's a lifestyle. But I think that it's a lifestyle, yeah. And um, that gal was totally on the money. And, you know, the thing is, if uh, obviously it, it is hard work or whatever, but if it feels painful especially from the get-go probably uh, you should look at other options and the thing is so too like there's no shame mm-hmm. with not wanting to do it full-time there's no shame in that you yeah. know everyone has different callings yeah. and some people it's yeah. just seeing the sexual music at church on sunday some people to do a couple shows here and there but some people it is the full-blown thing and i think you kind of have to decide that and and you know something else is too like i mean Literally mm-hmm. up to about 10 minutes before our call, I was working on some business stuff, and um, I've been working on that this morning and just squaring away some stuff. And uh, some of my co-writers I was talking to this morning with just some different, like more publishing stuff, more of the writer side, mm-hmm. I mean, they're the same way. The ones that are all in that are really having success, they're writing all the time. They're going out networking. Mm-hmm. They're always looking at different mm-hmm. things to do. and. Honestly, I think that's kind of the exciting part. Like, how cool is that, that, you know, you know, what the gal was saying, even down to what you eat. Well, how cool is that, that, like, you're in a job that it even matters? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really cool yeah. to think about. It. And, you know, it's really whatever perspective you look at it. And, you know, there definitely are ups and downs. There are um, mm-hmm. a lot of rejections, quote, unquote. There's. I read a post, actually, mm-hmm. the other day. That I thought, wow, it was with a co-writer friend of mine who just celebrated 20 cuts as a writer, which is a really big deal. I have about uh, eight or nine so far, but Mm -hmm. she has 20, and she posted this thing. I thought, wow, this is so powerful. I have to share it. Um, So Mm -hmm. she was talking about rejection, and she said, you know, I – Whenever I first got to town, I thought rejection was going to look like me sitting in an office with a big publisher, and they would say, you're not a good writer, go home. <laughs> but, no, that's not rejection. Rejection is trying to get a ride on the calendar, on the books of someone that says, oh, they're too busy, or they ghost you. Rejection is, you know, mm. giving all you got and really mm. believing in a song, and it doesn't do anything. Rejection is a lot of long nights that you think, hmm, maybe I didn't, you know, do what I wanted to do today, although I worked really hard. You know, that's rejection. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, yeah. those are almost the things that make you even stronger as a as a writer, yeah. as an artist, as a business person, as well as a person, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see, we, we're, we're chasing the same dream y'all are because we don't have money. Mm-hmm. We, we, we right. do side gigs to keep us afloat while we build this brand. It's not making right. money right. People think we're crazy. So we, we understand the rejection side. P- people like, what, you should go get a real job, whatever that means. And, and so right. we heard it all. And, and, and we're sitting here like just trying to be like a Bobby Bones show one day, a Ty Bentley show one day, where Love millions it. of listeners are listening one day. We got that big mm-hmm. vision. And it's funny you we made did. the comment about being ghosted. Um, we've, we've never really been ghosted as in – a whole artist ghost us, but we have been ghosted in this way, and you're going to laugh. This is one of my war stories. We actually had an artist <laughs> that was interviewing. We, we was interviewing an artist, and, and I won't say who, of course, because people will we know. Won't say she, was, it um, was a known she, she was a good artist, artist back yeah. in the 90s. So, but uh-huh. we were in the, middle, in the middle of the interview, and she just left uh-huh. the conversation. Just <gasps> left. Oh, 
ghosted in the middle <laughs> of the interview. Oh, and I've my never heard, never heard from her since. Never heard from her since. Oh, now. my gosh. That but you know what? That, that was a reflection on her, not on y'all. Obviously, I can vouch yes. personally. Y'all are incredible. And so you never know, though. <laughs> Obviously, sometimes egos are a thing in the industry. But I guess that's part of the charm of different music people. <laughs> that's right. What a war story to share one day. You know, it's something y'all can put in your Netflix documentary series. Yeah. Listen, we, 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 you know, we've got many war stories. And, you know, we we've been do. married We're going to write a book about and, it someday. And we and we've probably launched a hundred different business ideas that all flopped, but they didn't flop quick enough to where we did make some money from some of them. So there were uh, like one of our craziest ideas that we launched. And it was, you know, you had these dining carts, and I think it was at the peak of them back when everything was starting to move online. So we, but we uh-huh. decided we're going to launch a dine, dining card for an area Love that it. we didn't even live in, we, that we thought about moving to. So we launched a dining card, but here was the problem. So I, I wanted to print it in-house. The printer was going to cost us money, but I didn't want to mm. fork out money if it didn't work. So here was what I right. did. Um, I, I reached out to a lot of people in this area, and I sold cards before I had the printer. When we, made, when we sold enough cards, I bought the printer and mailed them the cards. Wow. Yeah. That's hustle. <laughs> like, for real, though. It really is. And, and that's not letting, you know, any um, obstacles stop you. And, you know, I am such a nerd when it comes mm-hmm. to, obviously, I love puzzles. I love, like, growing the brain as much as you can. But I really love yeah. reading nonfiction books, mm-hmm. whether that's autobiographies or just mm-hmm. oh, yes. business. And something that you really see, I think the most common thread between all successful mm. people, it doesn't even matter what business, is they don't let rejection be the end all. It's almost like, okay, so this yeah. is a no. Okay, well, that just means we just pivot and do something else. And that's really obviously yep. what you guys have been doing, and it sounds like y'all are landed on the right thing. I mean, that's just like, you know, we actually originally launched New Country Buzz back in 2014, and we actually got to interview Kelsey Ballerini mm. before everybody knew who she was. That was really cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and, um, and, um, but in two, by 2015, it was just so much. We ended up, back then, I typed up the whole conversation. I didn't have software like this where we can just do it all live. So I typed right. up the whole conversation and all that. And, oh, it was just so much work. So, so we just shut it down. But it was always in my heart. I was, I felt, it felt like I, I got shot in the heart after we shut I mean, I was that deep in the music by this point. Like I said, Sandy done brainwashed me by this point. Um, <laughs> and and, and yeah. I, about every and I, I pushed I tried to push it away so much that I even mm-hmm. let go of the domain newcountrybuzz.com and mm. but every six months I would go back on GoDaddy up oh, nope nobody bought it six months up oh, nope mm. nobody bought it it was killing me three years later into 2018 <sighs> I told Sandy I was like nobody has never bought this domain it's supposed to be mine. We're supposed to do this. Right. I think right. we need to relaunch yeah. and finish what we started. So we mm-hmm. did. We launched that, and we built the foundation of that in 2019. And at the end of mm-hmm. last year, I told Sandy, I think now it's time to go ne- next level. Well, we interview artists on a show. Wow. And she was like, well, what, what would we call it? I'm like, well, whatever. Right. The Chris and Sandy show. So, so I she, she was it. like questioning my Sandy. 
See, yep, see, it's I like questioning that. my sanity. I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, our names? Are you sure that would work? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was like, and I'm like, well, all the big shows, their name is Brandon. Mm-hmm. Why not us? That's right. I was That's like, right. okay, let's try and, it. And then here we are, and we've done more in five months than we could. We was my plan was to interview eighty people in the first six in the eighty yeah, first year, yeah, about the first and year. we're at one hundred and twenty-six in the first six months. And I'm sitting there like, oh, okay, and we're, and the, some of the people we've had on our show is like blew us away. And I'm sitting there like, oh my god, we got something here. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I think y'all have struck gold, and I love that uh, you guys, you know, came back to the the buzz idea and and then just took it to the next level i think that that was really the move mm-hmm. and and you know great point to take a quick commercial break and then we're going to play your song and talk about that how's that sound sounds great let's do it all right hey everyone we have partnered with another great podcast called the sports guys podcast you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Please go over and check them out. Forever is a long time, and heaven is a long fall. Lots of time to fall short, and we're in it for the long haul. Can't keep the wind from blowing, or save us from the
really love that song. Yes, beautiful song. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Really excited about it. That just got dropped yesterday. Oh, Oh, wow. wow. It's a fresh off the turnip truck, super new. (laughs) (laughs) So, So what's the story behind that song? And the story is about, honestly, it's kind of, ironically, what we've been talking about, just going after your dreams. And because no matter what they are, whether it's music or starting a show or a platform or, or you know, becoming a hairdresser or, a or becoming an accountant, whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, dreams can be scary, you know, obviously. But, gosh, like, yeah, things can go wrong, but they can also go right. You know, and yep. uh, yeah. we have okay. defied gravity in our marriage. Hey, it sounds like it, and I and I really respect <laughs> that. And, and it's not even just about careers too; it's about relationships too. And you know, mm-hmm. I feel like everyone always, you know, looks at the doom and gloom of things like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, like it'll never work out long term. Well, obviously that does happen, and there's no reason that that you can't have that. And and uh, and I started this song I had the hook for a long time I knew what I wanted it to be Mm -hmm. about and I was just kind of sitting on it simmering on how I wanted to execute it and I wrote the chorus and I ended up bringing the idea to my buddy Autumn who's a great writer and Mm -hmm. uh, we wrote that song actually during quarantine Mm -hmm. via Mm -hmm. FaceTime so we weren't even in the room Mm -hmm. when we wrote the song so it is pretty cool now as you know you know um, fans see the artists but they don't see mm-hmm. what it takes to be the artist. They don't see like the PR companies, the managers, the producers. They only see the artists. And I always right. like to use our show also to pat those people on the back. So tell us, take a couple minutes to tell us a little bit about the team behind you that helps you be who you are. Wow. You know what? That really, I just want to like insert this. The fact that you even bring up this question says, so much for you guys as people because you're right mm-hmm. I truly think that um, a lot of people don't get credit a lot of times when uh, it really does take a whole team now ironically I say that and uh, my team is pretty small uh, I really don't have a management company I, do not have a PR team. I don't have yeah obviously yeah and I've been doing a lot of meetings um, right up to mm-hmm. quarantine actually and everything obviously got shut down music row uh, I have been talking to different publishers and management companies that are super great, and I and I honestly feel like that will be changing. But at the moment, yeah. it's really my family, mm-hmm. and I do have a producer. His name is Aaron Patrick, mm-hmm. who we're really great buddies. We were co-writers, and um, he was like, man, I really want to do some tracks on you, and he just really <laughs> believes in this music mm-hmm. and, um, mm-hmm. and my co-writers. And so, and obviously, number one is God. He keeps on opening up the doors that we just walked through. And, um, mm-hmm. But it really, mm-hmm. it really does take a lot of different brains to think of all the different pieces. And, uh, and I'm super grateful, you know, for those people that believe in the music, believe in the, uh, in the message that we're wanting to share, which is honestly mm-hmm. all the songs that I've released since May, they're all – positive uplifting songs i obviously That's there's awesome. a time and place for a gut-wrenching heartbreak song obviously yeah but really truly <laughs> yeah. the reason i got into music was because i wanted to smiles on people's faces truly and so mm-hmm. all the music yeah. that really resonates with me as a human uh has been positive and we have a whole bunch of more songs that aaron and i have recorded and that we're going to be releasing all this summer, and they're all positive songs, and I, I think it's a message that hopefully will uplift people during this time. 
So what's your parents think of all this that's going on with you? With the music stuff? Yeah. Oh, I think they're super excited. I, I think they really are, and they're absolutely great. But, you know, honestly, they have their own lives going on. My mom volunteers. <laughs> uh, I mean, she volunteers <laughs> nonstop now that she's retired, and my dad obviously, you know, mm-hmm. um, does his thing. And so, you know, I try to come home as much as I can and because it's super close. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys know that it's closer than Pikeville is. And, you know, uh, Sandy, you would know this. I just go up 65. And anyway, yeah. um, it's super easy, you know. How long is it to Pikeville from Nashville? Uh, we we calculated that as was what was it about six hours? I think. Okay. Yeah, I think, it, makes, I think yeah. it was six hours from where she see. She's actually from a little town called Feds Creek, but nobody heard That's of that. That's right. About that, about yeah. an hour outside of Pikeville. Way up in the corner, it, <laughs> eastern is corner. It, oh, of the so it's even there. farther. Is it even farther east from than Pikeville? Yes, yeah, it's, it's like it, basically it's 10 15 miles minutes from, from the border. Love yep. it. Love it. Oh, man, girl, that means you are a good person. I really do have a belief about Eastern <laughs> Kentucky people. They are fabulous people. Anyway, I and, you know what? <laughs> you know ahead. what's funny about that is um, the huh. first time I met her when I, when I drove up there to Kentucky, we met in Pikeville, and she uh-huh. had me follow her to her and her parents' house. And yeah. I'm driving behind her. Me and my mom were driving behind her because my mom's family's from Ohio, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. So we were making a family trip out of this. And so we, we were so we were driving through these mountains and 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 mm. going through the backwoods. And I'm sitting there like, where in the heck is this girl taking me? I mean, it was in the boonies. <laughs> but I mean, when we got on her road, it was a one lane road. So if some if you meet somebody, somebody's got to back into a into oh, a driveway. 100%. One hundred percent. Yes, up like in the hollers. Yeah. I lived in one of those hollers up in Kentucky. So, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful out there, though, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. The mountains are so pretty, especially in the fall when the leaves are changing. Love it. Oh, man. Well, that's really cool. Um, that's really cool um, how you got to, you know, meet her family right away, too. But anyway, um, but my folks, man, they're super excited. I know they're proud of me. And, mm-hmm. and I know that makes a really big difference. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has that support, you know, yeah. uh, with their families. Yeah. And I'm super blessed yeah. to have that. So tell us a parent story where, again, I'm sure they went above and beyond all, all your life. But tell us a story where they did something and you were like, wow, they get it that this is my passion. Ooh, I really, really, really love that. Um, gosh, oh man, I know what the story needs to be. Okay, so um, I remember I did a show in Arizona. This was before I moved to Nashville, and it was—I mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. say two hours away from Tucson. That might—it might have oh, mm-hmm. been an hour, maybe just an hour. But anyway, um, but I remember my folks—they literally, you know, they took off work and they came, and that might seem like a really small deal, but. It was a small wow. festival I got in this gig at, and, um, you know, it was, it was just honestly time and time again. I remember my mom would pick me up from school, and she said, Mary, just got the phone with such and such festival down in, you know, Georgia or whatever. You know, we got to get in the car right now and head on down. It was stuff like that where, you know, truly, um, they definitely didn't make it all about me, that though. My parents were very intense with, like, yeah. I had a, like, a very mm. normal childhood to the the nth degree and I have a brother too who's in the family business Uh and um, he's a great guy too but my parents they really were you still there 
Can you hear me? I hear you. I don't hear her. Oh, maybe technical Don't you love technology? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it happens sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if she's still talking or what. Her phone number's still showing up. <laughs> okay. I'm growing up, and it's oh, really... You uh, do what now? I said, there you are. You disappeared for about two minutes. It faded out for, for a minute or two, but we can hear you now. Oh, no. Can you hear me now? Where did where did you lose me? So sorry. <laughs> oh, no problem. Technical difficulties happen sometimes. <laughs> That's what makes it live. Yeah. That's what keeps it exciting, you know? It yeah. does. And Cindy and I were talking with each other. So we were like, uh, what she get, can you hear her? Nope. Can I? Uh, nope. <laughs> oh, no. Well, I'm so sorry about that. And you know what? Then I started talking, and I was just having a ball. You know, the stereotypical woman. <laughs> oh, no problem. <laughs> but, no, I've, been, I've just been super blessed. And, um, yeah. you know, my parents are just, yeah. they're really great. Oh, we love that. That is really a, and, and you know, I always like to lead from the family to our family because we we consider our show a family affair, as we joke about. Because we have a we third do. party, a third co-host, and we allow our eight-year-old yes. to ask one question to each artist. <gasps> so we're gonna about to get him that. on, and and when our fifteen-month-old gets old, older, she'll be plugged in too. <laughs> I here's love Christopher. That. How exciting! Hey, Christopher. Here he is. Hi, Mary. What's your favorite food? My favorite food is tacos. And how are you, Christopher? What's your favorite food? I'm doing good. And my favorite food is pizza. Oh, man, I love pizza. Do you like cheese pizza or pepperoni pizza? A pepperoni pizza, and I love tacos, too. <laughs> and you have good taste, sugar. We would get along. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he could eat tacos adorable. all day long. <laughs> So cute. What a great question. What a great question. And we, you know, he's not been in every show, but he's been in 90 plus percent of the shows. You know, I've always been taught that that if you want to inspire passion and purpose into your kids, they have a front row seat to you living out yours. I love that. And And that's mm -hmm. definitely true. And, you know, because, you know, you got a lot of parents that they're not passionate about their work. And to me, right. I, if I'm not passionate about work, then I'm, I need to find something else. I'm just, you know, I don't care mm. if I would take a pay cut. wouldn't matter. I gotta, if I don't right. have the passion there, why do it? That's so true. That's so true. And, and that's great that your kiddos are growing up seeing that. Because I definitely, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, growing mm. up with my parents being so passionate about, you know, what they did for a living, I know that made an impact on my life. I know it did. Yeah. You know, you, you just absorb yes, it growing up. it does. And, you know, Mm -hmm. parents sometimes, and parents and friends and other people sometimes will try to steal that passion away because they Mm -hmm. want you to go where the money is. Like, I've got a a story, I've got a couple friends, I mean, who are miserable right now. And they're they're Mm spending 10, 15 years in their career, and they're flat out miserable. And and when you finally talk to them and get the truth out of them, Mm -hmm. because you're like, you know, you've got this great lifestyle, you've got great family. You've got this amazing career, and some of them will stop you and say, that's the problem, the career. I'm like, what do you mean the career is the problem? You went to six years, four years of college for that. Right. I did, but I didn't. I did it because parents, guidance counselor, friends, whoever, Mm -hmm. that's where the money is. But what you want to do will never make money. 
So you need to go. Mm. You need to focus on college. Go this route. Just be happy. And mm. now they're miserable because they gave wow. up who they were to chase that dollar bill. And nothing. And again, you got to make money. I get that. Right. But there are ways to turn your passion into money, and especially nowadays with technology, you can find a way to make it work. One hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. And you know the thing is. If you're going to be working hard, and that's going to be however many years of your life, man, you better enjoy it. Why not? And, you know, there is something else, too, though. I do think on the flip side, though, there's some jobs that, you know, no matter how you describe it, they're not going to be, like, literally like being astronauts, right? But there, you, I think you can still find fulfillment in any career. I really do believe yeah. that because I think every single mm-hmm. line of work, it's an ecosystem. You know, our world, you know, we need everyone from the doctor's to the um, nurse, yeah. to the hairdresser, to the well, to the, well, let's truck hope driver, the doctors. You know? Let's hope the doctors and nurses have a passion for that because that's one of the problems. For I sure. think. <laughs> well, you know, mm-hmm. it really, you know, it really does make a difference. And I think that if you can, and maybe this sounds like I'm preaching. I'm not trying to preach, but I think if you can find, <laughs> you know, fulfillment in no matter what situation you've been put in, you know, because nothing mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. ever quote-unquote perfect you know they you know I really love that all three of us are doing what we're so passionate about but obviously there are some circumstances you know just realisticness if you're like a single mom and the only job you can you know clean in houses or something obviously that's not a rock star job but if you can find fulfillment and purpose in that man that's beautiful Mm. and like yeah it doesn't mean that it's always going to be that way maybe it's just a season of your life but I think you know we can find joy in so many different things. I don't know. That is mm. kind of a deep, yeah. a deep discussion, you know. But uh, you're true. I mean, that, that, there's definitely beauty. Yeah. That. I mean, we we've sacrificed so much because we again mm-hmm. we've always believed that we're supposed to be that we want to be this twenty four seven couple. So we right. sacrificed mm. financially so that we could stay right. there. I mean, we don't live like a lot of people live, so that right. we can be together and so that we can build some type of legacy we've tried a hundred different things or more probably yeah. more than that that's probably that's probably exaggerating too low but we've tried this we've tried that we've never lost that spark of wanting to uh, find a way that we can have a business run from home yes. and we are together and as a family so but you know and but yet it all keeps making like you know in the evenings we deliver food, but we do it together, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and we enjoy we, that and we enjoy that. So that's, that helps keep our, um, us afloat while we're building this brand for the Chris and Sandy show and new country media and all that. So we're, we're doing everything we can to stay afloat. So that, and doing the food delivery stuff, it gives us flexibility so that we can do the show when we need to do it. 100%. Mm-hmm. And that's so smart too. It's just thinking big picture, which is pretty mm-hmm. great. And we're and again we're sacrificing. We I mean we don't go out and buy new clothes. We we right. you know when when we do go out to eat the restaurants, usually Sandy does these surveys online and earns like gift cards for um. Yeah. Yeah. When when I we do that, know. that's how, we we earn that, and that's when we go out. We don't do extras right now because our focus is to bring this show to light, so so that we can help all these artists. Because the ultimate mm-hmm. vision of our of new country media is to break artists. That's the ultimate right. goal. And that's incredible. And I think and, y'all are going to do that for sure. And I love that. And I love that you're thinking so um, focused. You know, you're thinking, <laughs> you're making sacrifices now 
also for the later, mm-hmm. you know, uh, graphication, yep. are super great. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if you could co-write with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you want to write about? Ooh, there are two different writers that I really, really, really love, um, and that's Josh Osborne, mm-hmm. who's from Kentucky, by the oh, way, yeah. from Eastern Kentucky. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. and, that's right. And, mm-hmm. and, of course, he's written I don't even know how many hits in the country music realm, and also Max Martin, who, of course, is a great pop writer. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, he's had hits since the 90s and still is like, man, you look at a big pop record, uh, he's probably one of the writers on it, which is just incredible. Of course, he's out in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'd say that he has homes lots of places, but he's based out of Sweden. Uh, either yeah. one of those, you know, I really feel like one day I will write with both of them. I, I really do feel confident about that. And, um, man, I think with Max Martin, I would want to write something that's just a true bop. is a really yeah. up-tempo yeah. banger. And mm-hmm. with Josh Osborne, I love how he writes um, these lyrics that are so imagery based and so like almost poetic mm-hmm. and and I think I would want to write a song with Josh that is um, something really real, something super real. Yeah. I think that would be pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. They're both so. So what's a song out there? Um, it could be current, it could be from years ago. It don't matter. What's a song that you've heard that you've either thought to yourself or you're, maybe you'll think to yourself now that you wish you wrote. Oh, man, Can't Help Falling in Love with You. I love that. Song. That's my favorite song of all time. You know, Elvis Presley. Of course, it's been covered by oh, yeah. Just, oh, so oh, wow. good. And it's so, it's so simple, too. Like, if you look at it, and that's mm-hmm. the beauty of it. Like, and, and honestly, it's not simple once you look at the chord structure and stuff. It's really kind of, you know, unique mm-hmm. and different. But I feel like sometimes the best songs are written that way. It's not overthought, you know. The lyrics are mm-hmm. super simple, mm-hmm. but they're just honest and direct and really great writing. Remember, um, three chords in the truth. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so, I'm about to ask a question, and I have a purpose for the way I ask it, and I'll explain that after I ask the question. But if you love had it. a magic wand. And what you're about to say would 100% come true. Where do you want to be in five years? And the reason I'm asking it in that way, I want artists to open up a little bit, because um, February made five years that we asked that exact same question to Kelsey Ballerini. Her answer back then, before anybody really – I mean, I think she was number 28 on the charts at that time with her first single um, mm-hmm. when we got to interview her. Her answer to us was almost to the T of what she is living this, this right now. So she I knew exactly where she's going. And I always say that story, not the name drop, even though it's pretty cool that we got to interview her, but to, mm-hmm. to get artists to think about that where can they really be in five years? Because five years, a lot can happen, especially in music. Yes, I mean, 100%. So, so if all bets were off, where would you be in five years? In five years, because you're right, because a lot can happen in five years. Um Definitely want to be touring. I'd like to be in either stadium or arena tours, even if that was like a supporting act role. Um, uh, Having songs on the radio, having number ones that I've written for other artists as well as for myself. And also, five years from now, once again, it's kind of a long time. So I would really love if maybe we have dabbled in some stuff in Hollywood at that point and maybe looking in the fashion line. So, um, cool. long term, I really, you know, obviously, kind of like Dolly Parton, truly, like, 
my career, I am like looking at hers as almost a blueprint to a degree, although she's mm-hmm. never opened up a fashion line, but she would slay, honey. She really needs to do that. But she truly dabbled in different areas of entertainment, not just the songwriting and singing, although that did come first. I mean, she opened up her own theme park. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> and I think, yeah. you know, what it really yeah. comes down to is just, you know, the brand and the platform that she represents. People, you know, resonate with that across the board, not just with the music. It's it's Dolly. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just Jolie. That's a great mm-hmm. song, but it's Dolly Parton, you know? Yeah. 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 That is really awesome. Let's say mm-hmm. you had a friend, and uh-huh. it could be a him or her, her, it don't matter. And let's say you heard him or her sing, and they do, uh-huh. and you could tell there's something special there. Now, this would be pre-COVID advice, so keep that in mind. Um, mm-hmm. But you could tell there's something special about them. And let's say they played maybe 20, maybe 30 shows. So they're still getting their feet wet on that front. But they've gotten mm-hmm. on stage, and they've mm-hmm. got uh, every artist says that stage bug. And they, mm-hmm. like, and they look over the crowd, the crowd's cheering. They just know they're in the right place. They come to you, and they say, Mary. I feel like I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice mm-hmm. would you give that specific person to help guide them the next two, three, four years? Oh, I love that. That's a great question. I think the biggest thing is there's lots of different, like, sub-answers to this, but they all go back to the one answer, and that would be mm-hmm. to truly create fans. Find those fans that really resonate with you, whether that's your live mm-hmm. shows, social media, dropping mm-hmm. music, because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it truly comes down to you resonating with people. It's kind of like the Dolly situation again. You know, yeah, yeah you could get on a big playlist mm-hmm. and get a ton of streams, but if that doesn't uh, transfer over to fans, that really doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. It's just data, right? Um, you can play a lot yeah. of shows, mm-hmm. but if you don't meet the fans afterwards, they just saw a great show that they probably won't remember three months from now. You know what I'm saying? So it really comes down yeah. to the relationships with the people. So that would be my biggest piece of advice is at the end of the day, it's all relationships. Mm-hmm. And you look at the biggest artists, like even Taylor Swift, she still mm-hmm. makes a point, even though she's a super, superstar that's done global tours that have sold out. She still makes a point. It's about the relationships with the fans. That would be my biggest piece yeah. of advice. Yeah. And, you know, I love what you said there because I remember when we first were starting the show, I reached out to one of my mm-hmm. Nashville friends and asked him what advice would he give us. And it kind of goes along mm-hmm. with what you just said. He, he said, I'll only give you one piece of advice. Be mm-hmm. and stay authentic. He says, because you, he says, you might can tell every Bobby Bones joke. You might can tell mm-hmm. every Ty Bentley joke. But the mm-hmm. day's going to – and you might even create an audience. Who knows? But the day's right. going to come when – authentic Chris comes out. And mm. when that day comes, you will lose every bit of your audience. So if you start, uh, because they were never attracted to authentic Chris, right. they were attracted to That's fake, so fake Chris. That's so, tr- so if wow. you start and that. stay authentic, he says you might, your show might grow slower by being authentic, but you'll gain the right audience. I love that. That's so true. That's so true. That's so true. And wouldn't and, you rather have and, people – that love you for who you actually are, not just who they think you are, you know? Yeah, that would be exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. So as we come down to the last question, and I'll be honest, I could go all day long with you. <laughs> Same, I adore you, too. I can't wait for y'all to move yeah. to Nashville. <laughs> well, thank you. As we come down to the last Thanks. question, what is a question that you wish hosts like us would ask, but they kind of never do? Ooh, wow. You have such good questions. Like, seriously, man, 
Wow. Well, the problem well, thank is you. that you really asked a lot of great questions. So I've never, you know, really thought about this then before. I think, uh, man, that's a really good we question. You know why we got good questions? Huh. Because of this question. I love that. It's given us a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like we had somebody um, about 60, 70 shows back, a girl, mm-hmm. when we asked this question, said, Mm-hmm. I just wish some with that they would ask what's quirky about me, and mm-hmm. we like oh we like that one. And you know what we've had now granted yeah. I don't ask I don't ask a guy what's quirky they would probably feel uncomfortable. So, right. so I ask right. a guy what's yeah. what's unusual about him. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think um, I mean I, I, and I know you guys are going to ask like you know where can everyone find you and all that and that's just you know. The typical stuff, but mm-hmm. I kind of think also, you know, sometimes, and not talking about you guys at all, um, sometimes yeah. things can focus just with like direct questions. I think open ended questions mm-hmm. are really great, where it's like, well, what's just coming up with music? Which is so simple. That's mm-hmm. such a simple response. Um, and probably y'all were going to do that because I feel like y'all have everything covered. But I think, you know, you never <laughs> know what the answer where that's going to go because for some people it's going to be on tour some people it's they're going to talk about their next release some people it's going to talk about well who knows just follow me on social media you'll see you so know and so next? that can always be something really great coming up next man yeah. uh so we just dropped this single and uh coming up are going to be some videos um like i said earlier we do have a music video coming out and uh honestly these next couple months, I have so much music that's going to be dropped. It's wow. literally every two or three weeks we're dropping a new single. And something oh, that, that I've awesome. really been excited about with this music, each single, it's kind of like, honestly, like we just recorded a record, but we're breaking it up. But each song has its own identity. You know, uh, it has its own branding mm-hmm. around it. It has its own music videos. All these different pieces that... You know, I've really mm-hmm. been blessed to be able to put together, and, and people have really resonated with that. Because it's like, you know, yeah. sometimes if you just drop an EP, you know, all the songs would be great, but just one of them will be the big single. Well, why not give them all that? Yeah. You know, even if it's short little mm-hmm. first. So that's really mm-hmm. going to be the focus of these next couple months. And, and uh, we're already planning out touring for next year. Uh, looks oh, like that's, that's going to awesome. be the move. So I'm really excited about. It. Hopefully, I'll be able to come down to Savannah, Georgia, to see y'all before before y'all move to Nashville. Yeah, that'd yeah be cool too. we would love that. But anyway, this has been and so much fun, guys. I'm such a fan of you guys. Well, thank you. Now, oh, we now your chance to that. tell everybody how they can reach you. Absolutely. Uh, the best way is through, I'm on all the social media sites, but it's under Mary Cutter, and you cut paper with a K, like you're cutting paper, but <laughs> with a K, not I a C. That. And, uh, <laughs> ah, I love that. And, man, also, just a side note, uh, if you go on my website, marycutter.com, I've started doing a newsletter group. It's basically just a community, and we do different things. They have a taco of the week with different recipes. Uh, obviously for the music stuff and exclusive content and it's really just creating a really fun community you know uh it's just a family so if you want to sign up there too it'll pop up whenever you get on com. but definitely follow on uh, all the social media for everything that's coming up that is really awesome and we really enjoyed the time we had with you today yes this is fun we so enjoyed it Y'all are a special couple. You guys are really special and big hearts, and and I think y'all are just going to keep on doing big things. I'm super excited about it. 
Well, we definitely appreciate, and I appreciate the vote you of confidence. Having me on your show. And I appreciate you having me on your show because y'all are having a lot of great talent. And um, I don't know. I just really appreciate it. And uh, y'all just keep on grinding and doing your thing. I'm just so excited for you guys. Well, we definitely appreciate that. And we look forward to having you back down the road. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, y'all have a good weekend now. Oh, uh, you, you too. too. A, Thanks. And we'll talk to you real soon. All right. Talk Bye. to you soon. Bye. Bye.